Welcome everybody to the inaugural episode of Charles Cast. During the segments, we'll be discussing important perspectives about race, class, and social status that I don't believe is properly represented in the media or downplayed to the point of obscurity. The subjects will range from politics, civil rights, entertainment, and the media. If you like this production, please subscribe to my Facebook, YouTube, and I would appreciate any kind of donations you guys would send me. My Patreon link is below at the bottom. Before we begin, I would like to first thank my wife for helping me come up with an appropriate title for this programming. So without further delay, let's get down to business. So let's talk about the Helsinki Summit with President Vladimir Shuvin. Since 2016, there's been a massive snowballing of information and details tying Russian intelligence operatives into hacking and infiltrating our democratic process. In December of 2017, General Flynn was indicted and pled guilty for lying about his contacts with Russia and failure to disclose payments he received from a state Russian-backed company. Now, Paul Manafort and Rick Gates all Trump campaign officials have all been implicated in Russian meddling and has been charged for tax and bank fraud. On April 27th of this year, 2018, the House's Permanent Committee on Intelligence found that Russia did indeed carry out a complex cyber attack on the federal government to influence the 2016 election. And on July 14th, just a few weeks ago, Rod Rosenstein, who is Deputy Attorney General, handpicked by Trump himself, indicted 13 Russian intelligence officers for hacking the U.S. election. Even almighty Facebook has been embroiled in controversy when it was found that Russian companies were buying ads on Facebook to attack Hillary Clinton, and recently they lost $120 billion in market cap because they're still dealing with fallout from this issue. In typical Trump style, He's been blaming Obama for just about everything. He even blames Obama for not doing anything about this whole Russian incident. However, in late December 2016, Obama did in fact expel 35 Russian nationals from the United States and issued sweeping sanctions against the Russian government for meddling in our election. Now, despite the overwhelming evidence from both sides of the aisle, the DOJ, the FBI, and the CIA, Trump, like a schoolgirl crushing over the captain of the football team, announced in a joint press conference in front of the world that Russia had nothing to do with election meddling. And in August 2nd, 2017, Trump himself signed a law imposing new sanctions against who? The Russians. Despite the massive amount of evidence confirming the Russian government's role in disrupting our election process, and two days after his own deputy attorney general indicted members of that same government, Trump holds a press conference with the enemy of the state, Vladimir Shuton, and defends the man. That's like a husband throwing his wife under the bus during an argument with a third party, and it lends real credence to that dossier compiled by British spy Nigel Steele alleging that Russia has compromising material on President Trump. For his endorsement, Trump received a withering rebuke from both sides of the aisle, which is great. Now the thing that's troublesome to me is not Trump, he's an egocentric freak who puts his own self-interest before the needs of the country. It's not the Republicans because they were equally outraged. It was those darned delusional Trump supporters who now vehemently declare that federal law enforcement is colluding against Trump. 
after decades of branding itself as the party who respects law enforcement, now these so-called patriotic Americans are skeptical of police? Now? Not when unarmed black folk were getting gunned down almost every day. Not when Native Americans were being kicked off their land to install a friggin' pipeline. Not when college athletes were getting away with rape on college campuses. Now that their number one is in the hot seat, now the police and their tactics come into question? Give me a break. What's really telling is how African Americans were told time and time again to respect law enforcement. You know, it's kind of like all lives matter. It's an empty virtue used as an excuse to further marginalize and malign the black community. Now let's discuss Maxine Waters. For all who don't know Maxine, she's a congresswoman for the 43rd district from St. Louis, Missouri. And she rose to prominence in the last few years for being an outspoken critic of Donald Trump and supporting legislation and policies that favor minorities and African Americans in the United States. Being a fiery black woman in a predominantly all boys club has made her the target for censure and harassment from both sides of the aisle. Recently, she's been the target of death threats from white supremacists, and she's even been forced to cancel speaking engagements because of it. Last week, two right-wing extremist groups, the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers, organized a protest in front of her office. These groups, if you can even call them that, are simply white reactionaries to civil rights groups, such as Black Lives Matter and the Antifa, who rose to prominence to combat white supremacists emboldened by the Trump administration. Now here's my problem. Maxine Waters is a veteran congresswoman. There has been not one single arrest or prosecution of anyone for making threats against her. Despite what you may believe, any threat to a congresswoman or congressman is an affront to the United States herself. Where is the outrage from conservatives? Where is the outrage from the Democrats? Where is Donald Trump calling for hellfire for anyone who would openly threaten a member of the federal government? In a sense, we really can't be surprised at the inaction of a government made up primarily of white men. We can't expect these people to defend a black woman. I am not surprised at that at all. What I am perturbed about is the subdued response from the black community who march, rally, and go on social media when blacks die from police-related shootings, but take a nonchalant approach when African-American leaders are being attacked openly in public. Just like any other group, we have to support our own people, we have to back our own people, no matter what, no matter what the consequences are, because at the end of the day, Auntie Maxine, which is what I like to call her, is fighting the good fight, and it's up to us to protect and defend people like her. There's also one more group that I wanted to call out on this whole Maxine Waters issue, and it's this women's group who happen to pop up when the narrative feels right to them. And whatever that narrative is, whatever story they're trying to tell, it's really obnoxious that they don't show up for black women when they need them. Now, where was the women's movement when Serena Williams got drug tested more than anyone else? Where were they when she was bulldozed over in the rankings simply for being a pregnant woman? Where were they when Shakisha Clemens was assaulted by white police officers in the Waffle House and was being exposed to the whole world to see? Did they protest her sentencing? Did they visit her in jail? No. Where was the women's group when Marissa Alexander shot a gun into the air to stop her abusive husband? 
where were they when Stand Your Ground didn't apply to her? She was sent to jail for six years. Did they visit her? Did they protest? Not at all. And where were they? Where was the women's group on November 8th, 2016, when Trump received 51% of the female vote, with white women being the number one contributor? Where were all these women's groups? We know where they were after the fact. They were protesting, they were wearing their pink pussycat hats, but they're never there when it really counts, especially for black women. Now, for all my listeners, I'd like for you to think about these facts very carefully and just meditate on that. Guys, that'll be it for the show. Again, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and hit up my Patreon to help me help you keep making awesome content like this. Thank you and God bless.